But today's seminar halacha, a shayla that is coming up with greater frequency is, can you use the same sous vide machine for both milchiks and fleshiks? What? What's a sous vide machine? You know what a sous vide machine is? Yeah. Okay, so uh, essentially for those who are uninitiated, the way that you, uh, that you cook with the sous vide is that you take, let's say, some, uh, a piece of meat, you put it with spices and everything else that you want it in, and you vacuum pack it in a plastic bag. You then take that plastic bag and you put it in a pot of water, and then you take a sous vide machine and put it in the water, and the sous vide keeps the water at a very steady and usually pretty low temperature, depending how you set it, and it will very, very slowly cook the meat. So you can have a really rough piece of meat that could take on 127 degrees. It will uh, cook over the next... 36 hours or something, and it will very slowly break down the meat and cook it, and it's soft and it's delicious and it's wonderful. So let's say you take a uh, the same sous vide machine, or uh, forget about even the machine, and you take a milchik pot, you put water in it, and then you put the meat in a bag, and you put that meat that's in the bag inside of that pot. Is that a problem? The meat is vacuum packed, the bag is vacuum packed, nothing is supposed to escape the bag. So certainly to put a piece of meat in a milchik pot, that's no good. That shapes up the pot. If it's a benyomo, it shapes up the meat also. If it's an ena benyomo, it doesn't. We don't do that. Right? So certainly to put a piece of meat in a milchik pot, you're not allowed to do. But what about a piece of meat in a plastic bag that's then sealed and surrounded by water in a milchik pot? Are you allowed to do that? So in order to understand this issue, a person needs to be familiar with a basic concept in Yerodea called not bar not. Not bar not is uh, not is a uh, is an idea that that the Gemara doesn't formulate. It, the Gemara formulates it in a very different way. The Gemara talks about dagim sha'alu b'ka'ara. The Gemara talks about if you have fish that goes on a fleshik plate, on a hot fleshik plate, and we assume that it means uh, even fish that gets cooked in a hot fleshik pot. Now, fish happens to be paruv. So, are you allowed to then put sour cream on that fish? Meaning, can you mix that fish with milchigs after it comes out of the fleshic pot? Now, it was cooked in a clean, clean fleshic pot, so are you allowed to mix it with, uh, with milchigs? So the Gemara Mesechus Chulin records a machlokas about this. Rav says, Osir, you're not allowed to eat it with sour cream, with kutach, which will translate as sour cream. And Shmuel says, Mutter. Generally speaking, machlokas Rav and Shmuel. We pass like Rav and Isurim, and what's this? Isurim, right? Yet we pass like Shmuel. Meaning that rule is Lav Milsa Psikahi. It's not an absolute rule. Uh, sometimes we don't follow that rule, and in this case, we pass like Shmuel. There is a machlokus we shown him whether Dagam Sha'alu Bakara just means on a fleshic plate, or whether it means even cooked in a fleshic pan. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch in Simon Sadihe, Sifal of Paskins, like the Sheet of Rebbe Tam and the Rashba, that fish that was cooked in a clean fleshic pan, even if it was cooked in a clean fleshic pot, can be eaten with sour cream. It could be eaten with dairy. That's the sheet of the mechaber. That is what we call not barnat de hetera. The tam went from the meat that was originally cooked in that pot into the walls of the pot, then subsequently went from the walls of the pot into the fish that was cooked in the pot. That's no same time, bar no same time. And at that point, everything is still good. At that point, nothing has gone wrong yet. Everything is kosher, right? At that point. It is only when you put sour cream on it that you're encountering a problem. If you first encounter the problem after you already have 
not bar not after you already have this double nesina stam then it's mutter that's what we call not bar not teira that is mutter that is the pesach of the mechaber the rama in Simon Sadi Yasef Bez in Yardaya Paskins, like the Yusuvahatu Lukhathilu. The Yusuvahatu disagrees and says that this doesn't work when cooking. It only talks about Dagmashallah Bakara that went on a fleshic plate. But if it was cooked in a fleshic pan, then it would be then it would be ostrich. The Ramah says we're choshesh for the Yusulahatu Lukhathila, but Pityavid it's okay. So what does that mean that we're choshesh lukhathila? Let's say you cooked macaroni in a fleshic pot, and now you're thinking I'm feeling macaroni and cheese, right? I would like to put cheese on my macaroni. So the Mechaber would say, no problem. In, well, no, he wouldn't use Sephardic. He wouldn't speak Yiddish. But still, he would say, enjoy, have a wonderful meal with your macaroni and cheese. It's absolutely no problem. The Ramah would say, mm, don't do that. But you already you already uh, have uh, macaroni that's uh, and, and you already mixed it with cheese. But it would be okay. There is a discussion whether the mechaber would even say you're allowed to cook the macaroni, having in mind that you want to later mix it with cheese uh, in a fleshic pot. Meaning not meaning cook the macaroni in a fleshic pot, knowing that you're planning later on mixing the cheese. There is a discussion whether the mechaber would even go that far. Pashupshad is that he would go that far, but that is the uh, the basic machlokas mechaber It should be pointed out that all of this assumes that the fleshic pot had been used in the last 24 hours. If the fleshy pot had not been used in the last 24 hours, even the Rama would be moda, that the macaroni that was cooked in that fleshy pot can be mixed with cheese. We can rely on not parnat, certainly when it's in a benyomo, because then it is a tam pogum. In fact, that is one of three leniencies that the Ramah quotes. The Ramah adds three leniencies to his one chumrah that you're not supposed to mix that macaroni that was cooked in a fleshic pot with cheese. The Ramah Ramah says that first leniency says you could put the fish on a dairy benyoma plate. Maybe you can't put sour cream, you can't put cheese on that macaroni, but you can eat that macaroni on a milichic plate. So for example, it happened to me just last week, my wife had made a tomato soup in a fleshic pot, and uh, I came home, I saw the tomato soup, and I, I don't know what's fleshic was milk, so I, it just it looked delicious. I took out a bowl, I took out a spoon, I ladled out some tomato soup into my bowl and spoon, and uh, my wife said, what did you do? That tomato soup was made in a fleshic pot, you're using a milchig bowl, milchig spoon. The tomato soup, to my knowledge, was pariv, right? So something pariv cooked in a fleshic pot, that is not barnat dehetera. The flesh put the tam into the pot, the pot put the tam in the tomato soup. That's not barnat dehetera. Even though the Ramah would say, L'chadchila, I cannot put cheese on that tomato soup, but what I can do is I could put that tomato soup in a milchig bowl. So, uh, uh, you know, so I told my wife, I think it's mutter. She rolled her eyes, and uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> it, it was so so uh, so that luchor, according to the Ramah, is mutter. The other exception, Ramah says that if the fish was cooked, as we just mentioned, in eno benyomo, eno benyomo fleshikat, meaning fleshikat that had not been used in the last twenty-four hours, that would be mutter as well. And then a third kula that the Ramah has that even though we passed in that fish that was cooked in a fleshic pan is not allowed to be eaten with dairy, if the fish was cooked in a parav pan and then put on a fleshig benyomo plate, then you could still eat that fish with dairy lichadchila. Meaning, because that's a beferish gemara. 
dagim sha'alu b'ka'ara. If it was hot and put on a fleshic plate, that, the, the Gemara said explicitly, we pass like Shmuel, that is totally motor, even the Ramah would admit to that. So what does all of this have to do with Suvi? The following. There is a Pesachet Shuv in Sivkat Nal, brings a Machlokas, whether we say not barnat only by pots and pans, or even by food. What if Tom doesn't go into a pot? It goes from one food to another food to another food. Right? Primagadim in Mishpatel Zav says that the din of not barnat is not doesn't apply to food. You need it to go through the pan in order to weaken the Tom enough to say this svara of this kula of not barnat. But if you cook potatoes with meat and then you recook those potatoes with broccoli, even the Shulchan Aruch would agree you cannot put cheese on that on that broccoli. That is the primagadim. Yad Yehuda disagrees and says that the pot is, I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the primogodim goes even further and says if you cook potatoes with meat and then you reheat the potatoes in a pot of pot, so the potatoes got time from the meat and then, that, then they transmitted that time into the pot, it's as if you actually heated meat in the par of pot, and the par of pot becomes fleshig. Meaning we don't apply not par not, even if there is a kli involved, but the kli wasn't involved at level one. It was only involved at level two. It wasn't that the time went from the meat into a pot, the time went from the meat into a potato, and then from the potato into a pot, that the Primagadim says, we're going to be machmer as well. The Yad Yehuda disagrees with that, with that, last, with that last point. But then there is another machlokas. Do we say not bar not during the actual cooking process? Let's say all of the time it's going from here to there, from there to there, from there to there, right? So we could be making not bar not tatera. Yeah, but what if it's all happening simultaneously? Meaning the case that we gave was what? I cook my macaroni in a flation pot. Okay, so what happened over there? Yesterday, earlier today, I had cooked meat in that fleshic pot. At that point, the time of meat went into the fleshic pot. Okay, then we finished. We cleaned out the pot, right? Now I'm cooking macaroni in that fleshic pot. The time of the meat is going from that fleshic pot into the macaroni. Those were at two different times. That's not Bernatea That's where the Machaber says, no problem, mix it with cheese. The Ramah would say, no problem, put it in a milchik bowl. And everyone would agree that if it is mixed with cheese already, you're allowed to eat it. That's not Bernatea But what if it all happens at the same time? All of the Nesinos times happen at the same time. So that is a further Machlokas. What does it mean it all happens at the same time? I'm frying vegetables in a pan, and milk drops onto the outside of the pan. So what? The tom is going to go from the milk into the pan, the pan into the vegetables. Do I say that's called napranatatera? I'm allowed to put those, eat those vegetables with meat, right? Would you say that the vegetables are the style is napranat? I'll give you another example. Someone told me last week that uh, they remember growing up, what their mother used to do to warm up uh, Shabbos food is she would put all the food on top of the urn. Right? So fleshic food all on top of the urn to warm it up. Let's say some of the juices from the meat drip down on top of the urn. Not into the urn, on top of the urn. So do you say the meat juice goes from the, go, gives tam into the urn, no saint tam, and then from the urn into the water, no saint tam, bar no saint tam, and now you'd be allowed to make a coffee without water and mix it with milk, meaning a milk of coffee without water? Or would you say, no, it's not not or not if it's all happening simultaneously, if the two Nasinas Tams are happening simultaneously. So that is a Shaila in Poskin. The, the Oel Yaakov quotes a Machlokas, Chavzdas says that there is no heter of not or not when it all happens simultaneously, and therefore those vegetables that were that we were just talking about, 
that were uh, that were fried in a pan, that milk drops on the outside of the pan, those vegetables cannot be eaten with meat. That, that water from that urn cannot be mixed with milk because we assume that the flavor enters directly when it's all happening simultaneously. However, the tshuva space of Rayim is mekel and says that there is not barnat, even bishas bishul, you can rely on not barnat. Most poskim are machmir like the chavzdas. Most poskim are machmir like the chavzdas. That simultaneous not barnat would be would not be not barnat. It would uh, it would be it would be aser. It would not not have that kula of not barnat. So therefore, a number of things emerge from this. You warm up a baby bottle in a uh, by by dipping it into water into hot water. So the baby's bottle is in a par- the 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 the, uh, the pot that has the hot water is a par pot filled with water. It's on the fire. You stick the or it's just removed from the fire. You stick the baby's bottle in it. The pot becomes dairy. The pot would become dairy. How would the pot become dairy? Because the milk goes from the the time is put into the bottle, from the bottle to the water, the water to the pot. Well, that's so many in those same times. Yeah, but you don't have a head of not for not when it's all happening simultaneously. The pot would become would become dairy. And therefore, that's exactly the case of sous vide. What happens in sous vide? You take a piece of flesh, piece of meat, you put it in plastic, in a plastic uh, bag, and you seal it, and then you stick it in the water, and it's transferring. So the meat gives time into the plastic, the plastic into the water, the water into the pot that surrounds it. All of it is happening simultaneously, and therefore that pot would be a milchik pot. Your sous vide would be, I mean, would be, that pot would be a fleshik pot. And if you use the milchik pot, it's a trade pot now. Your sous vide would become a fleshik sous vide, and you would not be allowed to use that same sous vide for both milks and fleshes according to the chavzdas. Now, the base of Rahim would be mekil, but according to the chavzdas, it, it would be problematic. However, it does require a little bit of further analysis because of the following. There is a halach in Yardaya that one kli cannot transmit tam into another kli directly. It needs some sort of liquid medium to transmit tam. So let's say you take a boiling hot flesha kli and a boiling hot, you take two boiling hot spoons, a flesha one and a milk one, they're both perfectly clean, and you just stick them together, right? So does one chafe up the other? No. Tam does not transfer from one to the other without some sort of medium. So what if you double bag it? You double bag your sous vide. So maybe there's room to be mako. Why? Because yes, the tam is going to go from the meat into the first bag, but it has no way of getting from the first bag into the second bag because those are two separate kalim and there's no liquid medium in between them unless the first bag breaks. If the first bag breaks, then all bets are off and then it has the liquid that's able to go through. And, and by the way, even if you want to be maker like the base of frying that you're allowed to do even regular sous vide, if that bag breaks, all bets are off. Because then, uh, of course, meat is going to get out into the water and it's going to be no same time. This, of course, is assuming that you set the sous vide at a temperature that's above Yatsaledas. If it's below Yatsaledas, then we assume that no time transfers. Um, the, uh, another ramification of this, according to the OU on their uh, website, and uh, according to the CRC on their website, um, are you allowed to buy? Well, I'm sorry. First, the OU. The OU on their website was asked, "Can a sous vide machine be used with both dairy and meat items?" So they don't give much explanation. They just say no. Uh, that you're not allowed to do it. They point to a Chuvas Hartsvi in Yardea Simon Peitas, who discusses a question 
relating to putting dairy and meat pots on a steam table. And he says that not only can you not put the pots into the hot water bath at the same time, the steam table is, uh, that has like hot water that's steamy and cooks, but even if one changes the water in between uses, it can't be done, and it therefore follows that a sous vide machine is the, same, is the same thing. That's what the OU writes on their website. The CRC on their website has an additional ha'ara over here. I, I get this Shiloh often. Someone's in a supermarket, not a supermarket that's totally under the local Vanakashras or whatever, you know, not errands and not Gourmet Glad or whatever. They're in a supermarket, regular supermarket that has kosher and non-kosher food, and they see a can of vegetables, a can of corn, and they look at the ingredients, and the ingredients say corn and water, or string beans and water. That would be in the can of string beans, not in the can of corn. String beans and water, right? <laughs> so, but it's cooked. Is there an issue if there's no ashkach on it? What would the issue... So you, you ask yourself, you know, I know that my parents and grandparents told me that in the 1950s in America, uh, you would... Uh, you know how you kept kosher? You'd go into a store, you'd look at the label, and you'd say, oh, I don't see anywhere that it says pig. Okay, must be kosher. Right? If they saw something that said corn and water, for sure, for sure they would... Uh, so what could possibly be the problem? Says the CRC, here's the problem. They have these gigantic... Now, how does it get cooked? They don't have, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, old lady sitting there cooking all the corn and then uh, dumping it. No, they have, they have, they, they first can all the corn. They first put it in the can in the water. Then they have like a giant room almost of uh, that 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 uh, that that could hold many, many, many trays of cans of uh, of whatever vegetables they have, and all at the same time, they could have, it's like the size of this room, and they just wheel in like these big carts full of cans, closed, sealed cans, and this one has string beans, and this one has corn, and this one has chazer schmaltz, and this one has, right? So a million different things, and all at the same time, they then go out of the room, they close the door, they seal it, they push a button, and steam, fill, hot steam, fills the entire area, and when there's hot, heavy steam that fills the entire area, that's called Hevel, or Zeya, and that's considered like it's all put in the same pot. So it is the equivalent of taking two bags of food, one with cheese in it, one with meat in it, and dipping it in the same boiling hot water, and cooking it together at the same time. So that, according to the Chavaz Das, is a problem. Now again, according to the Beis Ephraim, it would be fine, because it's not Barnat. But according to the Chavz Das, that would be a problem. Now, even according to the Beis Ephraim, if there's actually a, concern, actually a concern that there's non-kosher food, it would still be a problem because this whole header of Naparnat only applies when it's called Naparnat Teheteira, when it's the time of Milchik or the time of Fleshik, it goes from here to there and then there to there. But if it's the time of something that's usser, no matter how many Nesinas times you have, not for not for not for not, it doesn't matter, it will always be usser. So that is why it is recommended for those who enjoy uh, sous vide cooking, that is why we recommend uh, getting two separate, if you want to do for milchigs, uh, we recommend two separate sous vides, and that's why if you're doing it for flations, you cannot do it in a milchig pot l'chadchila. So uh, there's your Yeridea problem. Okay. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.